everyone and welcome to our daily manna. We are all familiar of the story of Cinderella. She is a girl who lost her parents at a very young age and lived with her cruel stepmother and stepsisters. And she was always maltreated, ridiculed, and has been stripped off of her possessions and privileges. This kind of story is familiar to us. We even see this in our teleseries that the main character is often being maltreated or oppressed. However, often we see someone coming to their aid like Cinderella who had a fairy godmother and those main characters in every teleseries who had their rich fathers or mothers and the likes who defends for them. We have a similar story in the Bible in our meditation today, and let us find out the character of this defender. I am talking about Nahum's oracle to the oppressed and discouraged people of Judah. We will be meditating on Nahum chapter 1, but let's read Nahum chapter 1 to 1 to 8 only. The word of the Lord says, A prophecy concerning Nineveh. The book of the vision of Nahum the Elkoshite. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and vents his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm and clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He makes all the rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither and the blossoms of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake before him and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured like fire. The rocks are shattered before him. The Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. But with an overwhelming flood, he will, not, he will make an end of Nineveh. He will pursue his foes into the realm of darkness. May the good Lord bless the reading of his word. Now, Nahum was a prophet of Judah during the Assyrian Empire. In 612 BC, the Assyrian Empire was nearing its end because of the foreseen downfall of, his, of its capital city, Nineveh, as the Babylonians, Midians, and Scythians are about to conquer them. The people of Judah have been eager to see this nation destroyed because of the oppression they have experienced from this nation. According to an author, the people were expecting to see the Assyrians' long overdue taste of their medicine. God had revealed through the prophet Nahum his character as their defender. Now let's take a look at verses 2 to 3. We see here that God is zealous, avenging, slow to anger, but great in power. In these verses, we see how Nahum unfolded the very character of God when it comes to the enemies of his people. He is jealous and avenging. Jealousy here refers to God's zealous protection 
to his people and his furious judgment over his enemies. Now take note, the enemies of God's people becomes his enemies too. He takes vengeance against those who oppress his people. You might ask, why did God allow the Assyrians to invade and rule over his people and yet take vengeance against them? Yes, he did allow them to be an instrument of his judgment upon his people for their unfaithfulness to him. However, the Assyrians have crossed their boundaries. They have been excessively oppressive, destructive, and proud. And you can see how detestable their acts were in the succeeding chapters. Now, the Lord's vengeance here is not just merely to avenge His people, but His vengeance is rooted upon His character of being just. So, He will not just pour out His wrath or avenge because His people is being hurt or His people is being oppressed, but as a judge, He weighs everything and exacts His judgment according to His sovereignty and fairness. Now, let's take a look at verses 3 to 5. This verses describes the manner of His judgment. How big is our God that His fierce anger and vengeance is compared to big catastrophes that men could ever imagine. He marches out in battle like a whirlwind, raging storm, that the rivers run dry, that the mountains tremble. And in verse 6, we see the rhetorical questions like, Who can stand before his indignation? Who can endure the burning of his anger? His wrath is poured out like fire, and the rocks are broken up by him. Indeed, no one can stand against him. This indignation depicts anger in the form of punishment. No one will be able to protect themselves against his onslaught. He is indeed powerful that when he exacts justice, his power is really unstoppable. Yet, amidst his raging power against the enemies of his people, he protects his people. He is a fortress to them. And that leads us to the second description of who he is as a defender. So first, he is a powerful avenger. The next one is he is a protective father to his children. We see in verse 7 that God is powerful enough to destroy the enemies of his people, yet soft and caring enough to protect his people amidst display of his great power. All the plans of his enemies will be thwarted. No matter how great and many his enemies are, they will all fall. His people may be in the midst of distress because of his judgment over the enemies of his people, yet he will protect them. He will be a refuge to them. Now picture a child who is hiding behind his father in the midst of a chaos or a hen covering his cheeks from any possible danger. God is like that, like that. Your God, my God, is like that. His people will come out victorious. Now, this may be a prophecy for the Israelites at the time this was revealed to Nahum. And this happened when the Babylonians attacked the Assyrians. 
This have happened, you know, more than 2,000 years ago. But God's character is unchanging. He is who He is to His children. If He was an avenging father before to the Israelites, He is and will always be to us today. If He was a protective father to them before, He is and will always be to us too. When we are being oppressed, persecuted, maltreated, harassed because of righteousness. So He will exercise or He will exact His judgment to people who maltreat His people, His children, according to His will. So never forget that, especially when you are with people who mistreat you, who oppress you, or you consider to be enemies. Do not take matters into your hand. If Cinderella has a fairy godmother, we have a God who is powerful, just, avenger, and a protective father. Trust in Him. The next time you'll be confronted with this kind of situation, like people are maltreating you, people are um, going against you or doing things behind you, just leave it to the Lord. If He is, if it is His will, He is going to take vengeance. And may this truth ring in our hearts and minds always, especially when we are in the midst of trouble. Now allow me to pray for you. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you, dear Lord, that you are our constant, unchanging God. You are the same God of the Israelites. And you are the same God who is sovereign, who is powerful, who is like a father to us. We can go to you, take refuge in you. God, when we are hurt, when people maltreat us, when people will try to destroy us, God, I pray that in your sovereignty and justice, I believe you are going to help us. Make us, Lord, the kind of person that you want us to be, even in the midst of this kind of people. Forgive us, Father, if in the past we take vengeance. And we know, dear God, that your mercy and grace is overflowing in our lives. May you help us, Father God, be submissive and just to surrender everything unto you, to trust you that you are in full control. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, everyone.